0: Welcome to this week's episode of The 99. This week, we have a very special guest. The Duke of Dry Rubs. The savant of smoked meats. Angry Dave. Otherwise known as David Fraser. Well, today we're welcoming to the show... Dave Fraser, and we're gonna talk a little bit about what he's up to these days, a little bit about his background and all that. Uh, but how's it going, Dave?
1: I'm doing mighty fine today. Thank you very much for having me, and I'm very honored to be your very first guest on the Nine Nine Podcast. Oh Thank yeah, you, heck yeah,
0: right on. Okay,
1: so but I guess we'll just start off easy here. What'd you do today, bud? nothing too grand to be honest just looking through emails i got a bunch of emails from this um one um outdoor patio restaurant that i'm planning on working at um during the summer season and it was mostly just um you know covid uh protocols covid procedures all that fun sorry not fun boring stuff um yeah, this uh podcast is pretty much the the highlight of my day. So
0: You hear that? The highlight the highlight of his day. All right, so the idea of this podcast, this is the first one, so it's kind of uh just roughing it up right now, just feeling it out. Uh it's called the ninety nine, and that's a reference to the ninety nine percent. There will be no elites on this show unless they want to pay me to come on so I can talk crap to them. Um, But, yeah, it's just about average people. We interview them. They talk about their life, um, what they're going to do in life, and then we shoot the breeze. Um, So, uh, Dave here. We've been been best buds for a long time. So, how long has it been, Dave?
1: Uh, I lost count of the years, man. Uh, you know, definitely since, uh, you know, the sandbox days in the the schoolyard. Yeah. You know, we, shit, we go way back, man. Um, yeah, there's been a bunch of ups and downs, you know, good times, bad times. Um, you know, a little bit of bullying from both sides, you bullying me, me bullying you. But, you know, through it all, we've been, uh, very close, very good buds.
0: Yeah. That's true. So we've known each other since September 2002. It's been almost 20 almost twenty years. Um, I'd say we started hanging out more, probably in 05. And uh, like he said, many ups and downs. We, we couch surfed together and separately. i have just been through it all. Um, but uh, anyways... So I know Dave pretty well. I know what he's, what he's uh, aiming for here, and uh, we're going to get him to tell you guys a little bit about it. So uh, you're going into the culinary arts.
1: That's correct. Tell us a bit about that. Well, come uh, this upcoming September, I'll be enrolling into a four-year uh, honors, bachelor's um, food studies course. And um, that'll be my next focus for the next four years or so. And then afterwards, I'm contemplating about possibly opening up my own establishment or, you know, even working for a few years. Try to, you know, uh, build up uh, a retirement fund or, you know, save towards this uh, establishment, which is a dream of mine. It's on my bucket list although i'm not quite too sure exactly what it'll be like uh obviously it'll have to do with food yeah but i'm not too sure what my specialty will be
0: well as we said in the intro you're a savant of
1: smoked meats so uh, what what's some of your favorite meats to smoke uh all kinds uh you know sausages uh, prime rib, uh, ribs—I love doing. Um, even stuffed meatloaf—that's been stuffed with uh, mushrooms, peppers, cheese. Um, a few days ago, I actually I smoked rainbow trout, and that was the first time I ever done a fish before.
0: Oh, that sounds good.
1: Um, not really a huge uh, fish person. Uh, sorry, a fish person. Or, you know, uh, seafood. However, I'm willing to, um, uh, you know, open my mind towards um, different tastes. That's funny you say that. delicacies. Yeah,
0: because I was going to ask you if there's anything you don't think you'd ever cook.
1: Um, dogs? Yeah, definitely not dogs. No uh, domesticated animals, except maybe... So
0: if you find a dog out in the bush... That's not
1: domesticated. Would you cook it? Uh, (laughs) Depends on how hungry I am. (laughs) I mean, if I'm starving for days on end, then yeah, I probably would cook up a dog. But, you know, that would be uh, a very last resort kind of thing. Okay, so
0: if you were in Indonesia, out there, they eat a lot of dog. And it's normal. It's normal. Um, a nice pickerel dinner out there is like a delicacy. You're not going to find that. But if you had a restaurant in Indonesia, would you cook dog?
1: Uh, no, I definitely wouldn't cook dog. So no I,
0: restaurant in Indonesia then.
1: Uh, I don't plan on opening up a, a restaurant in Indonesia. I'm hoping to stick to uh, Canada, or um, you know, at least stay in North America.
0: That's fair. That's fair. Okay, so so what's what's your end goal in all of this? Now, not just restaurant, I'm talking your end goal, give us that what your restaurant ideas and all that, but like you're sixty-five
1: years old, what are you doing? Um man, you really took me for a loop there. <laughs> I never thought that had uh that far ahead. Uh, you know, I'm hoping by 65, um, you know, I have a well-known and well-respected uh, establishment and that, you know, I'm just uh, satisfied with my life. Um, what am I, uh, one of the main things that I want to do in terms of um, this restaurant is, you know, just providing for the community. You know, I believe in being a, a contributor to uh, my society, and, you know, I feel as if I'll have a very fulfilling role if I, you know, stick to that path.
0: That's good. So now that we've established you're not cooking dog and what your end goals are, um if you could do anything in life, anything, no limits, you got all the money in the world, what would you do, and why is it to play for the Toronto Maple Leafs?
1: <laughs> yeah, sorry. Um, I don't believe I'd ever put that on my bucket list. Uh, no offense to the Toronto Maple Leafs or their fans or the hockey fans in general, but, you know, i that's just not my calling.
0: So what? So what would you do?
1: Uh, I, I don't know. Anything,
0: really. man. Rock star, uh, actor, director. Oh, yeah. Porn that is star. Uh,
1: one thing that I would like to be is uh, an actor. Uh, I'm not too sure live action or, um, you know, voice actor. I have been practicing different um, accents, different uh, fictional characters from uh, movies, TV shows, video games that I like playing. So I think that would, you know, that would be a a different avenue that I would take if I wasn't going through, uh, you know, culinary. Okay. And what what kind of roles would you be looking for? Uh, Batman. Batman. I would love to voice Batman. Batman's white. Uh, Yeah, I (laughs) know, (laughs) but if it's an animated series, it wouldn't matter. That's true. Would you like to... Give you a little sample? Yeah. All right. Just bear with me one second. I am vengeance. I am the knight. I am Batman. Good, good.
0: I like that you made it your own. You didn't just, I'm Batman. (laughs) I'm
1: Batman. (laughs) No, uh, I want to go with uh, the Christian Bale voice. You know, that's kind of his own unique spin on Batman. And uh, thank you for complimenting my impression. Um, That actually probably wasn't the best that I could give, but I am uh, a little nervous right now doing this podcast.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we all are. We all are. So uh, you ever thought of cooking, like, exotic things, like... Cow tongues or pigs assholes.
1: <laughs> um I thought about trying cow tongue before. I know somebody who uh was doing apprenticeship at uh the local butchery in our area and he was telling me that cow tongue is like the most tender steak you could ever eat. Yeah. And that was uh, the best description he could give me, but yeah, I'm I'm game to trying all kinds of exotic, um, you know, meats, different kinds of animals. Uh, for some reason, I've been really wanting to cook up kangaroo. Yeah, some like little kangaroo uh, fillets.
0: So Dave's gotten into kangaroos, from uh, well, we'd have some nights of drinking some some pops. And uh, we'd venture over to the, the Husky, the local Husky, and they had some kangaroo pepperettes there, some wild boar pepperettes. Mm, mm. No dog. Nope, no dog. We are pretty upset about that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they're good. It's like 13 bucks for a pack of pepperettes, but they're the best ones.
1: Yeah, they were definitely more on the uh, expensive side.
0: Yeah.
1: Have you ever heard of penguin meat? Uh, no, I, I don't believe that's legal. No, I, I, did, I, I didn't know, know any, I didn't know. <laughs> okay, so none of that either. Damn. Um, I could say it's some of the um, animal meats I've tried. Uh, I've tried, um, you know, the common ones there's pork, beef, chicken, uh, turkey. I've tried lamb, uh, boar, uh, what else, duck. Uh, moose and bison. I tried bison. Um what else would I be game to try? I don't know, emu? Oh. Some Australian bird? Yeah. I'd give that a go. Ostrich? Ostrich. <laughs> uh, I don't know, maybe. Maybe. I don't see why not. You know?
0: Ostrich I'd be tried game to, to eat me once. Really? Yeah. Where was this? It was at the Itty Bitty Penning Farm, just outside of Cobalt.
1: That had ostriches?
0: That had ostriches. Okay. Unless it was an emu. I don't know. It's like five or four, and uh, I was trying to feed it some nuts or whatever it is they let you feed them. And it friggin' had one eye too. It had one eye, so its depth perception wasn't that good. You need two eyes to know how far things are, and. It bit my hand (laughs) I got bit by a one-eyed ostrich Or emu, but I'm pretty sure it was an ostrich
1: I'm sorry to laugh at that, but you know You don't usually hear stories like that from people Yeah Yeah. (laughs) It's quite interesting So I guess you've had a a fear of ostriches ever since, eh? Terrified Every night
0: I, uh, I wet the bed for the next What year are we? Until last year
1: uh sorry to hear about that.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, Amanda hates changing the sheets.
1: Uh jeez, we're getting into some very uh personal territory here. Yeah,
0: yeah. That's that's what it is like on the ninety nine, that's what they say. It gets personal. So, um You got something you wanna share with us?
1: Yeah. I don't know. Did you wanna look through uh On my Instagram feed, we could talk about different uh, foods that I cooked up. Yeah. Looking at the pictures. Yeah. All right, well, go ahead, open it up, show me a picture, and we can talk about it a little bit.
0: Let's see if I can find you here. What's your username? David the Home Cook. David the Home Cook. Oh, oh, I see you there. I'm not even following you. Really? I am now. I'm insulted. Why is there a picture (laughs) of a man with glasses? Have you been eating humans there, Hannibal?
1: Yes, yes. All right, here,
0: let's go through this.
1: I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. Sorry, that wasn't the best, Hannibal Lecter. There you go, you got the right idea. Um, Oh, man, why, why don't you pick and choose? All right. Oh, Dave has made me. Actually,
0: Dave and a friend of ours, I guess they were drinking one night. And Dave says, oh, I'll make you and your family a rack of ribs. And our uh, our friend Sid's like, oh, yeah, that'd be awesome. So Dave, Dave here spends his time smoking a nice rack of ribs all day long. Makes this nice thing of nacho cheese and puts that on the rack of ribs. And then, Sid won't answer him. So Dave calls me up. Hey, you want a rack of ribs? And who says no to that? So we got
1: a nice rack of ribs, and I must say, they're the best ribs I ever had. Oh, thank you. I'm happy you liked it. Actually, I remember I cooked up three racks of ribs that day, and, um... It was for Mother's Day. I cooked up those ribs. It was for my mother. And, you know, we couldn't eat three racks of ribs all to ourselves. Yeah. So I thought, okay, well, I'll give one rack to uh, one of my friends of their family. And initially, I was going to go with our mutual friend, Sid. Uh, however, he, um, he, ghosted he... He ghosted yet Yeah, he did. He ignored my texts and my calls. So I said, okay, well, I'm not just going to let this soil overnight. Uh, spoil, sorry. So, I decided to get a hold of Josh. And, you know, he, uh, right away, he was like, yeah, dude, I'll come over right now and pick it up. I was like, (laughs) okay, good. It's it's good to go, man. Yeah. So, um, that recipe, I actually, I got it from my neighbor. He cooked that up for me and my mother about uh, two years prior. And he got that recipe from this, Online group called Barbecue Pit Boys. And they're the largest online barbecue group in the world. Uh, they got chapters all throughout the globe, you know, yeah. everywhere um, here in North America, Europe, even like out in the Middle East and whatnot. And it's crazy some of the things you see on there. Like uh, one time I went on there and I saw someone smoking an entire camel. Of- <laughs> that's no joke. Like Ooh. that was really interesting to see. Um Yeah, that's another animal I'd be willing to try. Yeah. Camel. yeah. I'm not too sure how it tastes though. I'm not I don't know. What do, what do camels eat out in the desert, would you know? Um
0: I don't know. I know that they like to walk in the sand. I did ride a camel a couple times. When you sit on a camel, they like they jet right up like they they fold their legs up and you sit on them and then they just expand their legs wide open and figure all of a sudden you're like I don't know how tall they are, but you're like seven feet in the air or whatever it's pretty cool. I imagine they eat grass,
1: yeah, I could assume that they're definitely not uh they're not
0: eating sand, I don't think yeah
1: they're not they're not carnivores either, yeah probably grass or. Wheat leaves off of palm trees, and or maybe tobacco, tobacco, yeah. Ooh, that would give us some flavor for that's, sure. That's why the camel cigarettes. You know, I, I heard of um, a recipe from that group I was talking about the barbecue pit boys, and uh, one of their recipes was called uh, cigar ash barbecue sauce. Oof. yeah, they literally smoke a Cuban cigar. And they butt the ash into their pot where they make their uh, their sauce. That's disgusting. No, it is disgusting. Even a lot of the members on that page, got. Uh, they sent a lot of negative feedback to them. And they were kind of like, well, what, that, what the hell, guys? You know, you're supposed to be professionals here. But, you know, at the same time, uh, I'll give them kudos for, um, you know, being innovative and trying something different. I'd
0: rather have dog at Dave's dog house <laughs> than eat that. Speaking of dogs, I see on your David the home cook page here, you've got a dog and some ketchup chips. Did you a
1: dog and ketchup chips? Did you, Would you Did you eat this dog
0: part? with some ketchup chips?
1: Oh, no, no, no. That that was um that dog um She belongs to a good mutual friend of ours. Okay. So they still have that dog? Yeah, they do. Uh, From what I heard, or from what I know, actually, she's a bit of a pain in the ass. Although she is young, she's only two years old. But, um, yeah, the reason why I took that picture of her was because she was sitting on the couch like a human, which I thought was hilarious. So I thought I'd post it, but no, I never cooked up the dog. Okay. So... I don't want a bunch of you know your listeners, uh, you know, tweeting about us.
0: You know, don't add us. i I keep bringing up dogs, and there's a reason for that. I, I'm. I'm trying to get this out. I'm pretty sure Dave cooked a dog once. <laughs> um, I, I we used to live together, and I had this dog. He's always eyeing him up, and uh, I don't have that dog anymore. I don't know where he went, and I think
1: Dave cooked him uh don't worry buddy You went to a pretty good place
0: <laughs> okay so i'm going going through your uh instagram feed for real here i see some grilled chicken and vegetables with pasta aglio e olio, and i've got to say i've never seen you cook pasta before
1: yeah that was uh the only time i ever did cook pasta um I'll try to pronounce it. It's a bit hard. It's pronounced pasta, allio e olio, which is Italian for pasta with uh, garlic and oil. And I got that recipe from a chef. Well, technically, he's not a chef, but he's a cook from YouTube. That's Andrew Ray, who also goes by uh, Binging with Babbage. And he got that recipe from uh, a movie called Chef. Which was directed by John Favreau. That's a cool fact. That is a cool fact. John Favreau, the past DeLorean. Yes, yes. John Favreau. He's uh, known for uh, making The Mandalorian, he's yeah. known for directing the first two Iron Man movies. Yeah. So he's very much responsible for starting the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. That's cool. So he's, um, I, I would say he's probably my number one director. Definitely uh, top three, top five. Not uh, Bob Odenkirk? Bob Odenkirk. Uh, has Bob Odenkirk directed any movies? Two. Two. Which which ones?
0: Um, the Brothers Solomon, which uh, tanked. From what I hear, it was a good script, but it just, something wasn't right there. And Let's Go to Prison.
1: Oh, he he directed that. Let's go yeah. to prison.
0: Yeah, he did.
1: Oh, I never thought I never thought he did. Was uh do you know if he was in that movie at all acting?
0: I don't think so. No? He prefers to direct, but he hasn't been offered anything since those movies. Oh,
1: but that, too bad. have you
0: seen the new one? Uh may, I'm not sure if he directed it. I'm pretty sure he wrote it and he starred in it. It's called Nobody.
1: Nobody. Oh yeah. Oh, it's I saw, awesome, man. I saw the trailers for it. yeah, it's pretty good. That's basically his uh you know, his John Wick. So, <laughs> uh the guy
0: there was a guy who helped to make the movie. I don't know if it was the freaking director or a producer or what, but he was also did John Wick. Um, but the movie is inspired by true events. Like he he I'm not saying he went out and kicked the shit. He didn't do that. He didn't go out and beat anybody up. But um, he had a home invasion. Like, they friggin' burglared them um, while they were home, and he didn't do anything. And I guess that stuck with him. He said it was a traumatic experience. And I guess he used that as fuel for that movie. Pretty good stuff.
1: Yeah, I'll definitely have to check it out. It looks really good from what I saw. And um, I read that he even went through um, some training. He did. He trained for two years. Two two years?
0: I think he said something like the first year and a half is like, you're learning basics. And then, so I guess he did six months of advanced training.
1: Oh, it's interesting. He did all his own scenes and stuff. Hey, um, have you ever checked out the the training video from um, Oscar Isaac? I don't know who that is. He played Poe Dameron in um, um, uh, the newest Star Wars movies, like the the sequel trilogies. Uh, sorry, the sequel trilogy. Okay. But um, he's actually going on to play uh, Moon Knight. Who's Moon Knight? Moon Knight is a Marvel character, and they're going to be making a Disney Plus show uh, based on his character. And he's essentially Marvel's uh, Batman. He's very much like Batman. So he's better. He kills. So he's better. I wouldn't say better. You know, um, who would win? Well, you know, a prepared Batman is undefeatable. Goku. Uh, you know we could go all Goku uh, would destroy Batman <laughs> one fucking spirit bomb. I don't know, Batman would you know find a way around it.
0: No, man, it's freaking like the size of the moon. I he takes know, he takes the hopes that like the hopes or fears of everybody in the universe, and if he needs to, and puts it in that thing.
1: It's probably best we don't go on about this. Because, like, we can go all night. You mad, bro? We can go all night debating. (laughs) No, I don't want to get mad. Y'all don't want to see me get angry. (laughs) Uh, That's good stuff.
0: Who puts cream corn on a hot dog?
1: That's corn relish there, son. (laughs)
0: Freaking big corn. Oh, I remember this day here. Going through, uh, Dave caught a fish here. We were on the lake uh, for about four hours at this point. We were about to turn around and go into shore, and I was so glad. And then Dave caught this tiny fish, this freaking tiny little fish, and buddy we were with was sure we were going to catch a 13-meter-long pike. He's like, it's coming, boys. We're staying out. And we stayed out on the lake. I think we were out there eleven hours on the lake. I didn't even know we were going on the lake when he got there, so I was unprepared. No, like I thought we were fishing from shore, so I had no sunglasses, no hat, none of that. Got sunburnt fricking eyeballs. And my wife was with our baby at their at their house with their baby too, and and his his girlfriend, and the babies were just crying. And I'm on this lake with no damn service. We're out there for hours getting burnt and turns out this freaking <laughs> six inch fish was all we got in the whole day. And I didn't go fishing for like two months after that.
1: Yeah, it was um that was quite a disappointment. PTSD man. Although um I was pretty happy about catching that put per- that perch. Yeah. And it was just a small little guy too. He was like Not even a foot. Not even, yeah. Maybe like half a foot. Always feels good catching a fish, though. Oh, yeah. Especially seeing as, you know, we were out there for eight hours and none of us caught anything. Except me, who caught that little perch. I should have kept it as a trophy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, I
0: see here... i seen this homemade pulled pork patin you made, and... I had a really cool idea for a pizen the other day and I freaking can't remember what it was. No? It was a good idea though.
1: It was? What kind of. What kind of tobbins did it have on it?
0: <laughs> well, that's the thing I can't remember. No? I can't remember, but it was good. It was good. In my head, it was good. Oh, uh, I hope. Um,
1: kangaroo meat there. Kangaroo meat. That'd be good, eh? uh possibly i would definitely want to try kangaroo meat on its own until i uh you know figure out what what would go good with it
0: well you just get two kangaroos
1: <laughs> get two fully cooked kangaroos
0: <laughs> Very now cheap. if you were to would you put the kangaroo on a rotisserie
1: like like you put a pig on a rose. <laughs> I don't know. I would have to try it out. You know, you need a very big and very strong uh, spit if you want to do a kangaroo rotisserie. Yeah.
0: I seen the ribs. The ribs you cooked for for us. Those were good ribs. I I'm not a person who likes nacho cheese. I hate nacho cheese.
1: But Dave made some good nacho cheese. Mm-hmm. Thank you. What'd you put in that? Um, I think I used a three cheese blend. I think I put in uh, aged cheddar, mozzarella, and smoked gouda. I knew you were gonna
0: say smoked gouda.
1: I had to add a smoked gouda to. it. Dave loves it just smoked ups gouda. the flavor. I also put in some um, taco seasoning. Oh yeah, taco seasoning. That was
0: the brown, the brown stuff in there. There's, like, brown yeah. seasoning in the cheese, I noticed.
1: That's what it was. So, yeah, I wanted to give, like, a like a nacho cheese flavor. Um, you know, kind of, what's the word I'm looking for? Yeah, like a nacho cheese sauce put over the ribs. Sorry. Oh. I had a little bit of a brain fart there. That's all good. So,
0: um... When did you uh, find your love of cooking?
1: Um, During the start of this whole pandemic, when I was laid off work, uh, I actually just started a new job um, in an actual kitchen. And I say an actual kitchen because before then I was working at a McDonald's. And yeah. I worked there for about two weeks and I was going through uh the training process. So I was mostly just doing dishes and a little bit of prep work. Yeah. And eventually they were gonna put me on the grills and on the fryers, but then uh the first lockdown happened. COVID baby. Mm-hmm. COVID nineteen. Um COVID twenty one now. So I decided okay, well, You know, instead of learning and being trained at this restaurant like I wanted to, why don't I just train myself at home? So I did. I watched a bunch of videos on YouTube of different recipes that I would, that I wanted to make. Yeah. And I would kind of mix and match uh, different recipes. I would kind of do my own spin on them. Yeah. And, you know, I just got right creative and I decided, well, you know, I love this. Like, I could do this all day if I wanted to. Like uh when I do my ribs, that's like a full day process. Yeah. Like I'm literally outside taking care of them that entire day. And you know, at the end, I, I don't feel like I wasted any time. I feel like I accomplished something. So that's how I know that, you know, I'm actually passionate about um you know culinary
0: so so you could almost say that the covid nineteen pandemic was a had some blessings in store for you because you wouldn't be able to watch ribs all day if you're prepping food and washing dishes at at the restaurant you work at.
1: No exactly. I'd probably be a little less inclined to do all that at home,
0: yeah yeah i don't the longest I cook for is about three hours. It's always pasta. It's all most of it's like it takes me like forty five minutes of cutting up vegetables and like doing the chemistry in the pot. Like I like putting the oil and the onions and like the seasonings and then and then uh letting everything get to know each other hey. in the pot for like three hours. And it's fun, right? I could let it go longer, but I'm usually starving after an hour and a half, and then I'm just like, they've got to get to know each other better and <laughs> just starve for an extra hour and a half.
1: Yeah, you definitely should have some uh, snacks on the side if you're planning on uh, you know, spending that large amount of time in a kitchen.
0: Yeah, yeah. Now, I think that you maybe not had a passion, but you must have really liked making food. Um, at a younger age, because I remember many times going over to your place and we'd be in the basement, like, and, and Sid will remember this too. I'm not sure if you've been there when this has happened. Um, we'll be in the basement and then Dave says,
1: oops, sorry.
0: Dave says, all right, I'll be back in a moment. And he goes upstairs and you don't see the guy for another hour. And he comes down. What the heck were you doing, Dave? And he says, Oh, he's making a
1: sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, did I at least bring you guys a sandwich? Not once. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) Not
0: fucking once. Oh,
1: there must have been a few times where i fed you guys.
0: Oh, you did, but not on those hour-long lunch breaks. (laughs) These guys are tiring.
1: (laughs) I'm going to go do my own things. You guys have fun in my basement, all right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I am, um, you know, deeply sorry for how neglectful I was. No, you weren't neglectful. (laughs) You
0: just didn't share your gourmet sandwiches with us.
1: But, yeah, I had a liking for food since you know I was a little kid, you know I was your stereotypical yeah. fat kid during school, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, so i always I always had a liking for food,
0: yeah, yeah, when we were in school, Dave was bigger and I was scrawny, and now in our we're we're twenty six now, and uh my gut's bigger,
1: so there's that. Yeah, there was uh, one point where you, um, you were actually bigger than I was. <laughs> you weighed a little bit more. Yeah, that was back when um, you know I was working out every day and uh, you know maintaining my health. Yeah, and
0: I was being a weight guy.
1: <laughs> uh, I kind of miss it. You know, I was you know I was almost uh, reaching my peak. Yeah. Um, I've been wanting to go back to it. Yeah You know, like I mentioned to you a few days ago I've been um, contemplating going on a Mediterranean diet The yeah, same diet that you and your wife were on about yeah. a year ago
0: Oh, that's a good diet You gotta do it You'll love it You'll love it
1: um, I have been trying to stick to it I did. I did buy some groceries a few days ago Yeah and um i'm following this um weekly meal plan yeah that i found online um, i did fail yesterday i ate a hot dog from uh Letoctin.
0: that's probably okay it's not really a restrictive diet
1: um no but you know they suggest that you know you limit your your red meats
0: yeah is pork red meat
1: Yes. Yeah, I think the the red that red meat
0: is, like, eat red meat one to two times a week if you're going to eat it.
1: Oh, boy, I eat red meat a lot more than twice a week.
0: <laughs> what the
1: heck? Um. Yeah, like I mentioned before, I'm trying to, um, you know, grow a taste for fish yeah. and seafood. Um. Eventually, I want to try... Uh, Mussels,
0: oh, mussels or mussels, whatever you call them, yeah, yeah.
1: Mussels, uh, clams, um, all that uh, quote unquote disgusting seafoods that you know I Boulder. would never like to have tried in the past. But you know, I'm willing to I'm willing to give it a shot. I'm willing to you know um, expand my horizons, if you will.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, Oh darn it, oh
0: try making a shrimp pasta
1: shrimp pasta
0: bring in mm. some uh cook up some shrimp with some uh some onions, some peppers um maybe some celery, garlic of course garlic mm-hmm. um olive oil, lots of olive oil in there mm-hmm. some some pasta sauce and then uh after you're done. Put some feta cheese on top and some Kalamata olives. Mm. Oh, that sounds interesting! It's man. so good. It's my favorite food I've ever made.
1: Yeah, I gotta, I gotta give it to you, man. You're definitely more on top of your pasta game than I am.
0: It's just because I love tomatoes. <laughs>
1: oh, me too, man.
0: I watched so much Veggie Tales when I was a kid. I can't
1: get enough tomato. Tomatoes, uh, the base of many good uh, pastas.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and juices, the Caesar, the Caesar, Canada's cocktail. Oh, yeah, yeah. My favorite drink in the world. I grew up chugging Clamato, so no vodka in there, just Clamato. And so, just
1: straight Clamato. Yeah. Just a straight I still clam can, Oh, I love
0: clam juice with tomato.
1: Mm. Would you ever just drink straight up clam juice, no tomato? Just pure clam juice? With- well, I would try it, but I've never been offered it.
0: No, and I probably wouldn't buy it, but if someone offered me some, I would have it. the uh, The clam in there is partially what helps you not have a hangover off of Caesars,
1: yeah, or uh, helps
0: with your hangover the next day.
1: It's a uh, real good um, uh, detoxifier, eh? Yeah, if that's a correct word. I'm not sure. Is that an actual Uh, detoxifier? I don't know if that is a word, (laughs) but
0: I think you're saying it has lots of antioxidants in it.
1: Yes, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Sorry.
0: It's okay.
1: (laughs) I forgive you. I appreciate it.
0: Yeah. Want to take a break?
1: Yeah, why not? Let's take a. Let's have a little. uh, Let's have a little break.
0: So walk us through a day in the life of Dave.
1: Well, there hasn't been anything too interesting going on in the days of my life with this whole, uh, you know, COVID situation going on. But I usually try to wake up at least. Around 8 in the morning. Okay. So, uh, and like, If I want to sleep in, then it's 10 o'clock. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'll wake up and I'll spend a few minutes just, uh, you know, being thankful uh, for the day, for the morning. And then um, I'll listen to some nice, relaxing music. Yeah. And, um, or I'll read a little bit out of my Bible. Okay. And then, um, I'll go upstairs, and I'll cook myself up at breakfast, Yeah. take my vitamins, drink some protein, and then I have a shower. And uh, after my shower, I'll brush my teeth, brush my hair. Um, then I'll go downstairs, and I'll do some more reading, either out of the my Bible or um, some kind of self-help book. Yeah. And then afterwards, I look through my agenda, and I tackle whatever I have planned for the day. It could be anything, really, whatever I wrote in my agenda the, the day before.
0: Yeah. That's a pretty structured day. That's pretty structured. Now, folks, he say he wakes up in the morning and takes a few minutes to be thankful. I think that's some good advice in these in these times instead of waking up, going on Facebook and complaining about the COVID trackers or arguing with the COVID trackers believer people whatever you want to call those idiots COVID <laughs> idiots yeah, waking up and being thankful, that's some good advice I'll try and remember that
1: uh, it's the best way to start off the day you know, it's just Thinking about uh, What you're grateful for You know It's Put you in the Right headspace. Yeah Sorry that's My phone
0: Completely unprofessional
1: <laughs> My bad I'll turn it off now
0: So unprofessional
1: but Yeah I recommend that um, the, Our listeners out there uh, Try You know Doing that Once you wake up in the morning Just you know Sit out in your living room or sit beside a window yeah. near the sunlight. Oh, soak up the sun a little bit, and you know, just think of your head of what you're thankful for, and think about uh, what you want to accomplish during the day. That's a very good way to start.
0: Thank you for that. Honestly, that's some good, some uh, good, some good advice.
1: Uh, you're very welcome.
0: You're gonna do that. Oh, never mind. There's not someone sitting in this room.
1: Nope, nobody at all. <laughs> <laughs> Cut.
0: <laughs> okay. So, I see you've got a paper there with some things written on it.
1: Uh, yeah, just certain topics that we could have talked about. We actually gone through everything on there.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Everything on there.
0: So, um, so would you say this is a What's the word? A A, rap? We're coming up on that. But would you say this is a... frig's
1: sakes.
0: (laughs) Would you say this is an all-encompassing podcast? So much so that we encapsulated everything you could possibly think of to write on a piece of paper without even addressing the paper itself.
1: Everything in this episode, that is. However, I do have some more ideas for uh, future episodes. Okay. If you so much grant me the privilege.
0: Oh, and my, it'll cost do, you. Yes. It'll cost you. And now a word from our sponsors. BetterHelp. BetterHelp has been...
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's on every damn podcast. BetterHelp. Manscaped. I
1: heard that a lot.
0: Manscaped. uh. Helix. Have you heard of Helix Furniture? Oh, I just love my bed. I go on the website, I do a quiz, and oh my gosh, I sleep like a baby.
1: I wish I could say the same thing.
0: And I got a Helix chair, and I have the Whiskey Brown fabric with some almond legs, and I just love it. (laughs) Uh,
1: Not too sure what you're doing now, but. We're not
0: sponsored by any of those places.
1: Yeah, no sponsors right yet.
0: No, we're in the talks with Apple though.
1: Hmm.
0: They're uh, they're not sleeping on this pod. We'll there. Yeah, yeah.
1: Got some mighty connections. With yeah.
0: You. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Me and Steve Jobs went way back. All right, Dave. Well, thanks for coming on the pod here.
1: Thanks hey, thank for being you very my first much. guest. uh, I had a lot of fun.
0: Yeah. You can put it on your resume. (laughs)
1: That's a possibility.
0: So, future restaurants to look out for. Dave's Food Truck. Dave's Dog House. Dave's Diner. Doggy Gone Dining at Dave's.
1: Or maybe just call it Dave's. Dave's. Sure. Simple. You'll have everything there.
0: Everything. Now... Will you have, like, a code for the 99 listeners to get 10% off at at your establishment?
1: Uh, you know, that that could be in the running. Well, if you want to get on another episode. All right, I hear you loud and clear.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for coming on, Dave.
1: Good night, everybody.
0: All right, well, thanks for coming, everybody. If you like the podcast... Like, rate, subscribe, leave a comment, share it with your friends, whatever it is you people do. Um, And thanks for listening and hope to catch you next time.